You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Two Western Iowa schools were forced to implement safety protocols this week after receiving reported thefts of violence. At approximately 9 p.m. on Tuesday, January 16th, the Storm Lake Police Department learned a 12-year-old Storm Lake Middle School student had made a threat on January 4th, the same day as the Perry School shooting, but it was not reported to law enforcement for nearly two weeks. Authorities located and interviewed the student and determined the threat was not credible. Then yesterday, Denison Community Schools was placed on lockdown after receiving a phone call at the high school warning of a potential threat. Officials determined the incident was a swatting attempt where an individual reports a fake disturbance to solicit a significant law enforcement response to disrupt daily activities. In the Storm Lake case, the juvenile has been charged with threats of terrorism, a Class D felony, and the matter was forwarded to the juvenile courts. Law enforcement reminds students that threats of violence towards schools are not a laughing matter and are often met with severe consequences. The deadline for Carroll residents to provide their input on a housing needs assessment for the community is less than two weeks away, and city officials are asking individuals who have not completed one yet to do so at their earliest convenience. The Iowa State University Extension and Outreach Assessment opened in December. City Manager Aaron Koiker says they've received over 100 responses so far, but more are needed. It's important that whoever is living in town or whoever wants to live in town fills out that survey so that we can get a good, broad viewpoint from everybody involved. Koiker says city officials are already well aware that housing is a pressing need for the community. Responses will help direct programs and funding to housing types that are most in demand. But it also gives us a little bit more than just a housing study because it's an assessment. And so the assessment is something that gives us steps and processes to work with to continue to move forward. Rather than just say, hey, you need this many houses in this section and this many houses. It says, all right, here are some steps that you can take to get to that. Quaker says the questionnaire only takes about 15 minutes to fill out and can be found online in several places. The survey is on our city website. I think it's even on our uh, Facebook page if you go back and scroll through it. There's a QR code that you can go and scan and it'll take you right to it. Just what kind of housing are you looking for? What, what do you want? What do you see as needs for our community? Links to the assessment are also included with this story on carolbroadcasting.com. The last day to submit forms is Wednesday, January 31st. The data will be collected and analyzed as part of the city's participation in the Rural Housing Readiness Assessment Program. And legislative leaders are meeting at the State House as Governor Kim Reynolds' proposed reforms to Iowa area education agencies are being prepared. The bills, which will move through the House as House Study Bill 542 and the Senate as Senate Study Bill 3073, were developed based on feedback from parents, legislators, school superintendents, and teachers. Reynolds met with House Speaker Pat Grassley, Senate Majority Leader Jack Whitver, and House and Senate Education Committee chairs and members to discuss the two pieces of legislation. The initial bills propose automatically shifting control of state and federal special education funding back to the individual school districts and away from the AEAs. Under Reynolds' plans, AEAs will continue to provide the special education services they currently do, but oversight of their operations will move to the Iowa Department of Education. AEAs can continue to provide general education services if requested by district and approved by the Department of Education. 
Reynolds says schools and parents know their students best, and this bill ensures they are in the driver's seat to decide how best to support their students. This model will give students and schools control over their money and create more transparency in the system, while also ensuring AEAs can provide the education and support some schools rely on. I appreciate the House and Senate Education Committee's willingness to work together on the bill, and I look forward to subcommittee hearings as soon as possible. The move to reform the AAAs arose after a review found special education students in Iowa performed well below expectations despite per-student spending being $5,300 higher than the national average. Opponents of the bill argue the AAAs provide vital services, especially to rural districts, and the governor's plan will remove resources from the schools and students who need it most. And of course, that's a bill that's likely to change quite a bit in the months ahead and something that we'll be tracking here at Carroll Broadcasting. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. We've got more news on the way after this on KCIM. Suffering from substance use disorder, including with alcohol or painkillers, can affect people from all backgrounds. Rich, poor, old, young, men, women, anyone can be affected by substance use disorder. If you or someone you know is suffering from problems related to substance use, give the gift of a new opportunity. Call one of the professionals at New Opportunities. With decades of experience, they do not judge. They are simply here to help. 792-9266. New opportunities. Helping people. Changing lives. Area Farmers, Jeremy Lapartis here with Hoist Distributing. We invite you to join us for Precision Planning's Winter Conference Thursday, January 25th from 8 to 4 at the Audubon Rec Center. Cal Mielbauer, Precision Planning Regional Manager, will present on the latest in sprayer technology, soil fertility, and cost-effective equipment upgrades. This is a great day to invest in the future of your operation. Please RSVP by January 23rd by calling 712-563-3030. Lunch will be provided. We look forward to seeing you there. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Fuel prices in the state continue to trend downward slightly in this week's report from the Iowa Department of Transport, uh, Agriculture and AAA Iowa. As of Wednesday, the average price for a gallon of regular unleaded gasoline was down $0.04 cents to $2.73. Prices are down $0.46 cents from a year ago and remain $0.36 cents below the national average of $3.09 per gallon, which was a $0.01 cent increase on the week. Average Iowa diesel prices dropped by $0.01 cent to $3.59 per gallon, compared to the $4.17 per gallon prices from a year ago. Nationally, prices averaged $0.35 cents higher than Iowa at $3.94. Wholesale ethanol held steady at $2.16. And heating fuels, propane prices dropped by $0.01 cent to $1.56 per gallon. Home heating oil slipped $0.19 cents to $2.83 per gallon. And natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site fell $0.19 cents to $2.83 per MMBTU. The 18th annual Carroll Chamber of Commerce Court Classic Basketball Tournament is set for next month, bringing youth basketball teams and their families from different locations to the Carroll community. On February 24th and 25th, teams consisting of 3rd through 9th grade boys and 4th through 8th grade girls will compete for the championship titles. Program Director Ashley Shabel has been assisting in organizing this event for the past six years and loves the impact the tournament has had on the Carroll community for nearly two decades. Chamber president and board at the time wanted to find a way to have an event. If that kids were leaving Carroll to um, play basketball, why couldn't we do that here? <laughs> you know, they were spending a lot of money out of town on the weekends, so they thought, why can't we do that here and bring people into our restaurants and our shops and keep our kids playing here at home for at least one of the weekends? 
Shabel thanks Kemper Catholic Schools and Carroll Community Schools for being great to work with, allowing the Court Classic Tournament to use their courts to make this tournament run as smoothly as it does. Shabel also thanks the community's many local sponsors that enable such fun for the teams and make this event stand out from the other basketball tournaments. We give every player a t-shirt. So when they all come in, they get a Court Classic t-shirt. It's sponsored by local businesses, and we get support for that every year. And then we give medals and championship shirts to the winning teams. So they go home with a long sleeve, usually dry fit, really fun, color bright with our logos and stuff on it. They'll say champions. Shable says they like to do something different every year to make things more exciting for the players and is excited about this year's new equipment. This year, we actually are having brand new basketballs. Kevin and Amy Reinecke, they're the owners of Culver's here in Carroll. Love basketball, love being supporters of things. And Kevin works on our court classic committee, and we were talking about it. And he said, I would like to sponsor that. We ordered some new basketballs. We put Choose Carroll on them. Distinguished a little bit. Kind of thank them for choosing Carroll, too. But we'll have new basketballs in all the gyms this year. So I think the kids will like that. We haven't had new basketballs since it began. Registration is now open for teams to get signed up, and Shable says they will be accepting registrations until two weeks before the tournament starts, but she encourages teams to sign up as soon as possible. There's a link on our Chamber website, also our Chamber Facebook page. We use the Turning Machine app, so some people will have the Turning Machine app. They can go through that way, or the link to the Turning Machine is on both those sites of ours. All online registration, $150 for teams to register. They're guaranteed three games, or they can always call us to the Chamber office, and we'll help them walk through it. Everyone's encouraged to come out and support the uh, Carroll Chamber of Commerce Court Classic, either be it through helping out, volunteering, or just watching some games. Again, that's happening on February 24th and 25th. If anyone's interested in volunteering, taking tickets, or being a site coordinator, you can call Ashley Shable at 712-792-4383. And January is Blood Donor Month, and Life Serve Blood Center is asking community members to recognize the lives saved through blood donations. Due to that recent winter weather, LifeServe reports that nearly 3,000 lives will be affected as canceling drives and adjusting hours or closing door centers caused a loss of about 1,000 overall units. Blood donations serve people involved in significant blood loss, such as surgery or major accidents, as well as conditions involving red blood cells uh, like sickle cell disease and cancer and cancer treatment patients. While all blood types are in need of donation, B negative and O negative are critically low, and they desperately need people with that blood type to donate. First United Methodist Church in Carroll is hosting a blood drive this Friday from 9.30 to 1.30 p.m. Uh, that's 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And St. Anthony Hospital wants to remind everyone that they host a blood drive every other month on the second Monday, with February 12th being the next one. To schedule a blood donation appointment, visit lifeservebloodcenter.org or call 800-287-4903. That will be wrapping up your news right here on KCIM for Thursday, January 18th, 2024. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.